Hey guys, it is Options and welcome to another episode of Canon History, 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 History. Okay, <laughs> alright. Um, so we got another episode for you guys, uh, hot off the presses, fresh off the presses or whatever you want to say. Um, we're continuing the story of the Brave Warrior Pit. So we're about two-thirds of the way through, so we're, we're definitely getting there. I mean... I think there was CGI little movies when um, Uprising came out for the 3DS, I believe. Uh, I think I did see a couple of those. Um, you know, if I, if you guys want me to cover it, I will. But otherwise, I'm probably, I don't know if those are actually canon. So I'm probably just going to stick to the uh, to the games. I think you guys know the rules by now. We are talking um, strictly uh, canon timelines, or what we think are canon timelines. Uh, at least want to come in to as close as canon timelines as possible. You know, Nintendo and some of these, obviously, is, these are video games. So some of them might not strictly have timelines. So we just, like kind of like Mario. <laughs> so we just kind of have to piece them together as best as we can. Now, I know. I get it. I know what you're thinking. It'd be cool if Wiggler from Mario was secretly, was secretly Optimus Prime. I get it. I get it. I thought the same thing. But I don't think it's canon as much as I want it to be, so we can't use that, uh, any fanfics or anything like that, obviously. All right, so anyway, so this was bound to happen. Uh, I was just waiting for it, but I fudged up. I fudged up last episode, uh, somewhat. So this episode should have been last episode, so let me explain. Uh, I don't really, um, I don't really know much about Pit, to be honest. Um, this is actually as deep as I've dove into the Pit mythos, to the Kid Icarus mythos. I played Brawl and Ultimate. Uh, I got Ultimate um, around Christmas time. Uh, my girlfriend bought it for me. Uh, but that's that's pretty much it. Uh, so I don't have in-depth knowledge of him or his background or anything like that. Mostly, uh, luckily most of the stories told through instruction booklets anyway. But basically the next game in that release. So the first game was kit icarus for the for the uh, nintendo the regular nintendo and the next game was kit icarus of myth and monsters for the game boy um now at the time uh, everything or almost everything i read uh basically said that this was a sequel to the original but once you read the story it causes head scratches like um he had to train in this game in order to use the three secret the three sacred treasures while in the last one, he just gathered them and used them. So I think this game takes place before the first game. It's a prequel and not a sequel, despite what Wikipedia and everything I could read told me. It just doesn't make sense otherwise. Um, and I, you know, when I scoured the internet and seen if it was, you know, if there was anyone who agreed with me on this, I searched up, you know, Kid Icarus timelines and stuff like that. There's a user called, um, on GameFAQs called uh, T-Virus Predator who agrees with me, so... There, nana nana boo boo, and all that good stuff. But yeah, I believe this game, I'm gonna say in the timeline, in the Kid Icarus timeline of the three games, this game seems like it takes place before the first game show. So this is kind of more like a um, a point five uh, for Pit and not really episode two. Uh, maybe I'll call it that. Maybe I'll just call it two for. Um, Maybe I'll just call it two for consistency. I'm not. I'm not sure. I'll, I'll see what I decide and post. Um, yes, uh, we are going to be doing another instruction manual, instruction booklet read of the plot because this game, you know, has all the all the story in the in the instruction booklet. So I'm happy about that. 
man, they, they make this podcast so easy. <laughs> Shout out to um, gamesdatabase.org, by the way, for, 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 for blah, I can't talk, for uh, preserving these uh, instruction manuals of old, these uh, little pieces of ancient history, because God knows uh, current games don't include anything like this in the box. <laughs> uh, I'm not being sponsored by um, games database or anything. They're just a cool site that keeps track of... Um, uh, of instruction booklets and you know things like that so um i found them out recently and yeah they're pretty they're pretty neat also shout out to uh i believe his name is jorf on uh youtube who uh, did a speed run of the of kid icarus of myth and monsters and made it really easy to put this together uh he beat the game in like 20 minutes so that was uh that was pretty ridiculous on his part um so yeah uh let's see here we're gonna get right into it all right so so here, 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 here we go. I cannot speak today. The tale of Kid Icarus. Let us return to the past a long time ago in an age when uh, the gods and man lived together in harmony. At that time, there was a kingdom called Angelland. We found that out in, in the previous game, which was founded by the goddess um, Palatina. Uh, Angelland was a place where the sun was always shining and the people peacefully raised their crops. It was a good and happy place and a smile never left the face of Palatina uh, as she watched over the country from the Sky Palace. But one day, her smile was wiped away as a result of a dream, a terrible dream, which seemed so real and was much more horrible than the worst nightmare. Calling a soothsayer to her, so... Just so you guys know, a soothsayer, I had to actually look this up myself. A soothsayer is someone who I, I believe can predict the future or can see the future or whatever. So uh, basically like kind of like a fortune teller. They may even interpret dreams. I'm not sure. In this case, they are. Um, calling a soothsayer to her, she asked him to unravel the dream and foretell what ha was to pass. Uh, seemingly in pain, the soothsayer began to speak. Angeland will be attacked. Attacked by an invasion of demons from another world. Terrible demons by the name of... Uh, Orcos. Excuse me, just burp. Um, <laughs> uh, Orcos, I think that's how you say it. It's spelled O-R-C-O-S. So, yeah, Orcos. I lost my place. Okay, here we go. Um, upon uttering this name, the soothsayer was struck speechless. As voiceless as stone. Yikes. All right, here we go. Palantina immediately summoned Pitt, the leader of the Icarus army, the personal bodyguards of Palatina. The Icarus army was responsible for guarding the peace in Angelland, and none took their job lightly. Upon arriving, Pitt was asked to have a seat, a liberty not usually given by a goddess. <laughs> uh, looking directly into his eyes, Palatina began, Pitt, Thank you for coming, and I have a task for you. She then told him of her dream and of the soothsayer. Pet, this dream will come to pass, and I believe that it will happen in the not-too-distant future. I trust you, but you must not tell no one else. I want to technically be anyone else, Palatina, but we you know whatever. <laughs> um, news of these terrible demons will cast our, will, will cast our peaceful Angeland into chaos. I bid you now to begin training so that you may gain special magical power. I am placing all of my hopes and the fate of Angeland on you, Pit. 
You must be the one to battle the demons. Sitting back in her chair, Palatina continued, Since the days of old, Angeland has possessed the three sacred treasures. These treasures, when worn, will give the wearer the special magical powers to battle any demon. Yet alas, poor Pitt, you do not have sufficient enough power to wear these three sacred treasures. So this kind of, the interrupt here, this kind of goes back to what I was saying. I think this game takes place before uh, the first one. Just because, um, because yeah, he, uh, he, he just put them on in the first one. Uh, so anyway, so Pitt, with the help of Palatina, devised a mission so that he might obtain the power he needed to wear the three sacred treasures. This mission was threefold to battle his way up the underworld tower, storm the overworld, and conquer the dizzying heights of the sky world tower. Only then would Pitt have sufficient enough power to enter the sky palace and wear the three sacred treasures. All right. To keep the sacred treasures safe in case Angeland was attacked while Pitt was away on his mission, Palatina sealed them and sent one of one of each of the forest guardians. Okay, sent one to each. <laughs> I totally messed up. Uh, she sent one of the sacred sacred treasures treasures to each of the fortress guardians. She knew that once they had their hands on the sacred treasures, the fortress guardians would not give them up um, again without a fight. After Pitt's mission of training was complete and he had gained the ability to use the three sacred treasures, the job to defend Angeland from the uh, Arcos would be his. With this plan in mind, Palatina then dispatched Pitt to the darkest depths of the underworld tower. So that's where the game kind of begins. Uh, there's different layers to the underworld tower and all that, all that good stuff, where he basically has to train and fight his way up, kind of similar to the, to the first game, to be honest, where you have to like you, you, in the beginning you're constantly like scaling upwards because I think you're in the underworld, and then you get to, um, uh, Angel Land, and then there's some some levels are more side scrolly and not uh not like ice climbers where you're like constantly going up. Uh, so anyway, we got one more bit here. Uh, you must help Pitt on his life or death mission to collect the three sacred treasures and return them quickly to the Sky Palace before the Orcos can overrun the land. But just what are the Orcos? <laughs> so you know, I I uh, I I um I realized last time we didn't really go over the sacred treasures and what they were. So let's go ahead and do that really quickly here. Um, the three sacred treasures have belonged to Angeland since ancient times but are now in the possession of the Fortress Guardians. The three sacred treasures give the wearer amazing powers, but can only be worn by heroes who have completed a mission. This is why I think, honestly, that um, this is also a prequel, because, I mean, in the first one, he seems like he already knew how to use them. He didn't have to complete any kind of mission to use them. He just gathered them and used them. Um, so the three sacred treasures are the Wings of Pegasus, uh, it allows the wearer to fly like a bird. I don't know why Pitt can't fly when he has wings. I think he can glide, but, you know, whatever. Uh, the silver armor, uh, this halves the damage to the wearer from enemy attacks. It kind of looks like knight armor, and it has, a. Uh, if you ever seen Thor Ragnarok, he has, like, a little wing on the helmet, <laughs> kind of similar to that. And the light arrow, uh, the light arrows will defeat most enemies with a single shot. They can be fired continuously. So I guess you have an unlimited amount of them. I don't think they run out. Um, so, yeah, those are all the three sacred treasures in Kid Icarus. All right, so the three sacred treasures 
have belonged to Angel Land since ancient times, but are now, yeah, they're in possession of the Forest Guardians, yada yada, okay, I read that. Alright, so, alright, so here we go, there we go, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I got lost there for a second. <laughs> Anyway, so Pitt makes his way through the, you know, the rigorous journey to become the, to become worthy of wearing these things, these, uh, these sacred treasures. And as you expect, the gameplay is, is pretty similar to the first game, uh, except everything is not, you know, as dark. Uh, they're in Angel Land, so it's not, you know, everything isn't um, shades of dark and purple and dark purple and all that stuff. Um, so Pitt is armed, just like the last game, Pitt is armed to the teeth with arrows and can continuously fire them without having to worry about them running out. Even on his regular arrow, they're just not as powerful as the light arrows or the sacred sacred treasures. Um, I'm not sure if cannon-wise these arrows do run out. Um, to be honest, um, I'm not sure if that's a if that's a thing or not. Um, and and it just for gameplay-wise, they don't have a limit. But I'm assuming he's an angel, so I'm assuming they have some kind of unlimited arrow supply or something. Why did I just assume he had an unlimited arrow supply just because he's an angel? Anyway. During his training, Pitt, he uh, he you know he goes to the towers. He you know he fights his way through. Um, he earns the ability to, the ability. Why well, I cannot speak today to use at least one of the sacred treasures by uh, uh, by Palatina. She get grants him the ability. Uh, but right after she does, his training is interrupted. Um, the or the Orcos uh, arrives. But the Orcos is not what they thought it was. They thought it was a legion of demons. The Orcos is actually just one really powerful demon. Super powerful demon. He is actually the king of Eviland, which... Like, what is that? The child version of H-E double hockey sticks? Like, what is what is that? Like, what what's what's Eviland? <laughs> like, well, what, what is Eviland? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. But, but yeah, he's over uh, Eviland. Uh... <laughs> Can't get a, I know they can't say they can't say hell, but like, I can't get over it. Okay, evil land. Um, um, yeah, I, I don't know. But he turns. Uh, but uh, Orcos, the king of evil land, turns uh, Palatina into stone and then kidnaps her. Um, he says, you know, he threatens Pitt and says, you know, he threatens him to come defeat him. Um, so he flow, he flies away. Um, and from this point, it's really up to Pitt to save her. So uh, eventually he becomes worthy enough to put on all three sacred treasures. Um, and he has to, you know, make that journey again, uh, just like the last game, except he's probably using this stuff for the first time. Uh, and this time, which just to intercede in here, I think this makes more sense um, for him to fight a lesser demon. Because Medusa was like, you know, one of the first, she's like a goddess, kind of like... Um, kind of like Palatina, so for her to be his first fight with the sacred treasures, eh, but for this guy, kind of a warm-up, um, uh, now it kind of makes more sense. He becomes worthy enough, like I said, to put on the sacred treasures, and he fights the demon head-on. Uh, he eventually gets to Orcos, and he fights him. Uh, you know, it's a pretty long battle, but he does defeat him, and he brings peace, you know, using the arrows, using the armor, um, using the wings, he brings peace uh, to the land, to Angel Land once again. And at this point, solidifying his place as a true angel hero. Um, and yeah, that's that's what happens in the in the Game Boy game. It was, this was actually a much longer episode than I thought it would be. But yeah, I was like, oh, you know, it's a Game Boy game. I thought I could do both. I thought I could do both the Game Boy 
and the Nintendo game and, and I'm sorry, not Nintendo game and the 3DS game in one go because I thought I was gonna just, you know, I was like, oh, it's just a Game Boy, it doesn't really have a plot. No, it had a pretty decent plot. <laughs> I tried to make these episodes, you know, more than 20 so minutes long. I don't want to take up everyone's full day. I want to just make a little series that you could watch on your break, a lunch break, or whatever without having to be trained on time. Uh, but yeah, uh, back to Pit. Um, it's actually going to be another two decades or so before the kingdom gets threatened like this again. Um, but, you know, the next time is going to be, uh, take every skill in Pitt's arsenal that he's basically learned over the course of all his adventures. Um, so thus far, uh, it's going to really put him to the test uh, as an old enemy of his is resurrected. Um, and, yeah, he's going to have to fight her yet again. <laughs> And the stakes are going to wrap up to 11 in the next game. So get ready for that. We got one more episode. This is going to be the final uh, the final game in the in Pit series. Hopefully, might be, be being optimistic, but hopefully they make one for the Switch. I would definitely buy it. I, de I missed on the 3DS version, but I would definitely buy it this time. Because, yeah, he's a, it's much more plot here, and he's just a much more interesting character than I thought. Man, I kind of want to play Ultimate now and and, and and play Classic Mode with them. <laughs> Other after you know, do all the studying for this. But yeah, um, I am I am done, uh, guys. It has been um, my pleasure. This is options. Um, yeah, feel free to you know give me any suggestions for you know canon histories you might want to see any characters. Um, I'm keeping it simple for right now, but um, I'm going to be branching out a little bit, and you'll, you'll probably see in the next episode. Uh, all right, guys. Well, you guys take care. Have a great day. Hope you had a happy new year. And, uh, yeah, I'll see you next time. Bye.